Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 623. If you'd like to have a copy of it, let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Sharon will tell you how to receive it at the end of the program. It's absolutely free, including the postage and handling. The Lord gave me salvation free of charge, and therefore I would think that it would be highly uh, evil of me to charge for it. However, you're supposed to give tithes and offerings unto the church, especially a church that's feeding you the true word of the Lord. All right, um, I've got a strong message for you. I've got letters and also music. But let's go to the throne. Uh, Let's pray now. Father, I pray to you that um, you will uncover the evils of this world so that people can realize what sin is so they can repent of it and become a member of your precious body. The only body that can carry us into the kingdom of heaven. Lord, you are the head and we are your body. In my father's house are many mansions. And in other words, he lives in many of us. We are the mansions or the temple of God. And therefore we are to be upright and allow you to live in us and do your work through us. Lord, that souls can be saved and the church strengthened. Bind every devil on earth and in hell. Bind the devil of the uh, in the air, the prince of the air, and also to rebuke him and open up many doors for us. Slam the doors uh, to Satan. Father, I ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now, Ralph Carmichael is with us tonight here uh, with his orchestra and the London, it's actually the London Symphony Orchestra and Choir uh, to play and sing for you. Great is the Lord's faithfulness. And before we play it, I would like you to think about these things while they're singing and playing it. Great is God's faithfulness. In other words, he said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he, uh, I mean, there's so many people preaching that God is just love. I just want you to remember that he is faithful to drown the whole world when they were sinning. Only eight souls were saved, and he's very faithful. He burned up homosexuals in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and he said in the New Testament that they're worthy to be put to death. They're worthy of death. And so this is so good that God is um, great is his faithfulness to bless those that uh, do his will and to curse those that he's faithful to curse the homosexual, unrepentant homosexuals and the unrepentant uh, people that belong to the uh, Pope's homosexual and child molesting church. All right, let's uh, play Great Is Thy Faithfulness.
Praise the Lord. Great is the Lord's faithfulness also so, uh, to destroy those that come against his church, his word, taking the Bible out of schools and taking the name of God out of the public square. Who but Satan would do such a thing as that? God is faithful. He uh, is throwing Satan into the lake of fire. And all his evil imps, great is his faithfulness. That's what makes me continue on to know that he stated that he's going to burn the Vatican in the book of Revelation. Now, the Lord doesn't use the word Vatican because he knew that if he used the word Vatican, that they changed the name of it to something else like Schmatican or Bannigan. <laughs> but it describes it so perfectly that you know what it is. It sits in the city of the seven mountains or hills, and that's where he, Satan's seat is, the Bible says. So great is God's faithfulness. He's going to bless those of us that honor his word instead of taking it out of schools. And uh, he is going to honor those of us that have not uh, ever become homosexuals or lesbians or uh, thespians or anything else. <laughs> you know what a thespian is? It's an actor, uh, like Pope John Paul II claimed to be. He was a bad actor, though. I could see right through him. Well, we have some uh, letters uh, today. This is going to remind me when I'm reading the Word of God uh, that uh, he is faithful to hear us. He says, call on me and I will hear you and answer you and show you great and mighty things that you have not seen. Well, that's great as his faithfulness because when he says that, he means it. And he does hear us. And he does answer us, and he does show us great and mighty things. He is showing us, and through all the testimonials that are in the Old Testament and New, he said greater things will we do, because all of these testimonials from the Old and New Testament build our faith so much for the time that we're living in today. We're living in the time when the actual Antichrist, the entire United Nations, which are the homosexual... Uh, leader of the homosexual church and the child molesting church spoke at the United Nations to let everybody know, the media wants you to know that they're exalting him to heaven. Can you imagine this little 81-year-old uh, dried-up man says he's God and you believe it? You know, the kids probably love him because of the fact he's dressed up like a clown Jesus never dressed that way at all. Jesus never had huge temples to preach in. He preached along the seashore and in the, uh, in the, on the top of the mountain or in a valley or on a hill. And sometimes he'd go into the Jewish synagogue. But I've seen the synagogue that he preached in, and it was now and then, and it was very small, very small. But look at how his word has gone throughout the entire world. Throughout the entire world. Well, we know that if we keep the Lord's commandments, great is his faithfulness that we 
She'll even be taken out of the fiery furnace like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But um, I'm glad that I'm not on the losing side because he's very faithful. He's going to burn those uh, homosexuals and child molesters up. And he's going to burn those up that don't believe his word. That, uh, so, just as he did in Sodom and Gomorrah, the five cities on the plain of the plain, and how he drowned the whole world and has done so many other things. Uh, great is his faithfulness to do so. All right, so we have some letters. Where is the first one from, Sharon? From Nigeria, Africa. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor, compliments of the season to you and all the members of your ministries worldwide. It is a pleasure to write you once more to thank you for counting me worthy to be among the living and to also let you know that me and my team of distributors over here are giving thanks to God for enlarging our fold and for the strength to carry on. God has been so wonderful. In fact, we're taking over Kaduna with your publications. Many, both young and old, male and female, are joining us daily. We've made a breakthrough in the higher institutions' campuses in Kaduna, and soon we will enter the Zaria and Kanfanchan campuses. Pray for us for the strength of the Holy Spirit. I'm using this opportunity to request more newsletters, tracts, and other publications. I'm also using this medium to request for messages on CD for my use and for my team of distributors and for distribution as well. Some of our distributors and some converts would like to know how to link up with your ministry so as to become full-time servants and worshipers of the Lord. Please, I need information from you to pass on. Lastly, we need t-shirts and sweatshirts for our new and dedicated distributors. Thank you for encouraging the world through your publications. God bless you. I'm yours in the Lord, Anthony Adams, from Kaduna, Nigeria. Praise the Lord. Now you see all these catastrophes all over the world. And the Bible, God said, that these catastrophes would take place. But so uh, the Vatican and the people of the Vatican came up with this global warming lie so that they can blame it on global warning, warming rather, and that it's not of the Lord to curse them because they don't want me to, they think I'll revel in, uh, you know, glory, because the things that I'm saying are coming to pass, that have come to pass for a long time. So uh, global warming is not true. I talked to a geologist, and he said that even if it did warm some, he said it would be like 1% in a 100 years, and it wouldn't affect anybody living today. So the catastrophes are not of the Lord, they say, but the Bible says they are. So you have to decide whether you want to believe God or Satan. It's not global warming. It's the Lord pouring out this wrath on you. And it's going to get worse and worse, and you'll keep thinking it's global warming. But believe me, child, it is not global warming. And the Pope also says uh, this uh, head of the child molesting and homosexual church, he says that he is sovereign. And that he's almighty God walking the earth here. Well, if he is, how could anyone kill him? 
Why does he ride around in a bulletproof limousine with hundreds of guards, thousands of guards around his little decaying body? He is sovereign and not subject to civil power, authorities. They can get by with murder if that um, if they want to, because they've conned everybody into believing that they are not subject to the civil courtroom, and they refuse to go into it, and that's why they are hiding. They're, they're able to keep all these homosexuals and these child molesters out of the courtroom. Do you think that's fair? And do you think that it's fair that they don't pay taxes? If you do, you know, what's the story with you folks out there? Why are you so easily um, uh, deceived? Sharon, do you have another letter? Yes. Okay, where it's from? From Malawi, Africa. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, Pastor, I thank you very much for the gift you gave me. God bless you. As of now, with the books you sent, I have a good foundation. I can stand strong on a mountain, and there's nobody who can move me, because my heart is with God only. There are many people who want the newsletters and Bibles. If it's possible, please send some, because here the work of God is going on well. Many people have come to God, and many people want Bibles and newsletters. If possible, you should send more, because they have good messages and people love them, and they are changed through them. Pastor, I'm failing to thank you enough for what I have received, but God is the one who will bless you. I greet you in the name of Jesus. God bless you and thank you. I'm your son, Martin Chunga, from Lumbadzi, Malawi, Africa. Oh, I realize all these things that the Lord has blessed me and He's going to bless you, too, and he's more than likely blessing you already. All right, so let's see. We, I uh, skipped uh, over Psalm 4, and I went into 7, but I'm going to continue on with Psalm 4 to the chief musician of Neganoth. I'm going to read verse 1 again, a Psalm of David. Verse 1, chapter 4. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. This is where I went into the book of Job because Job was also in distress. I was in distress when they took all the property away from me, the homosexual uh, cult and their puppets and the child molesting cult and their puppets, president of the old man Bush. Uh, he didn't like it because I stated that the Pope had given him six Nazi war criminals to be his advisors. That's who's running the country, is the Nazi Vaticanites, and you people are deceived by them. Uh, the kids love to see this guy uh, dressed up like a clown, and uh, they love the idea that they think that it's... God, well, you take little kids and tell them that the puppy dog is God, and they believe it. That's the brain power of the people of the world today. It's of like a stupid uh, animal. So uh, have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Oh, the Lord heard my prayer and he answered it. Verse 2, O ye sons of men, how long? 
Will you turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after uh, leasing Selah? Verse 3, But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The uh, Lord will hear when I call upon unto him. Stand in awe and sin not, you people. Commune with your own heart upon your beds and be still, Selah. Wait for the answer from the Lord. He answered me. He told me that he's on the job. Don't worry about a thing. Verse 5, offer the sacrifices of righteousness to that which is right. In other words, and put your trust. Let uh, God says, put your trust in his faithfulness, his truth, in the Lord. Verse 6, there'll be many that say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Verse 7, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. There's just something about um, how powerful the word of God is and how powerful it is when he answers makes you know you're alive, makes you know that you're of God, makes you have boldness, makes you stand before the devil and rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Verse 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Now Psalm 5, to the chief musician upon Niganoth, a psalm of David. Verse 1, give ear to my words, O Lord, uh, consider my meditation. Uh, what do you mean, consider my meditation? Well, know ye, Lord, that I'm meditating on you day and night, just like your word says to do. And therefore, the heavens woke up for me, and the heavens hearken unto the voice of my cry. My King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. Why will I pray to you, Lord? Because I know you're hearing me because you answer back. You're not a dummy or a mannequin. You hear my voice and you Give me such greater faith by answering me back. If you don't pray, you're not going to get any answer. Verse 3. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer. From the minute I get up in the morning, you're going to hear me thanking and praising and praying unto thee. And we'll look up 
Verse 4, For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. Verse 5, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. A foolish one that says there's no God and that he's not going to keep his promises and that he's not going to do what he says. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest. Oh, see, God doesn't hate. Yes, he does. This is his word. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. All people that commit sin. Verse 6, thou shalt do what? Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. Well, Clinton said, I take full um, credit for uh, murdering those young boys and girls, the little children and their mothers and dads. So, um, the, the uh, bloody person and deceitful man, uh, God will destroy. Verse 7, But as for me, I will come into thy house. In the multitude of thine mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness. Because the word of God is the right way. And so when he says, lead me in your righteousness, that's all he has to do is just pick up the Bible. But we have more Bible than David did back then. And so he's not as responsible uh, as we are, but yet he never sinned with the exception of the adultery that one time and send Uriah the husband out into the front lines to be killed. Now he's saying, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness. That wasn't the Lord's righteousness. Because of mine enemies, make thy way straight before me, before my face. Okay, make the way straight. Make me know what is the right way. What is the straight and narrow way? For there is no faithfulness in uh, their mouth. Their inward part is very wicked. Very wickedness. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. And that's what's happening in the world today. All the counsels that these evil world leaders are doing, and I might add these false world leaders, those of us that are the ministers of the gospel are the ones that the Lord has called to lead. Cast them out in the multitude of their wickedness, their transgressions. 
for they have rebelled against thee. Verse 11, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. And they will rejoice when they get the answer from the Lord. You can feel the heavens opening up in the Holy Spirit, the warm, uh, glorious feeling of home base comes down into you, and you have got the victory. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name, which is the word of God, which is Jesus, be joyful in thee. Verse 12, for thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou com uh, compass him as with a shield? That's a fantastic uh, promise that the Lord compasses and defends us as with a shield. It compasses us as with a shield. Psalm 6, to the chief musician, this is a uh, of uh, Negadoth upon Shemineth, a psalm of David. Verse 1, O Lord, rebu rebuke me not in thine anger, Neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. Verse 2. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. This is um, after he committed adultery with Bathsheba or Bathsheba. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. Yes, but now the weakness that we have can be strong when we invite the Lord Jesus into our hearts into our spirits, then are we strong. O Lord, heal me, for my um, bones are vexed. Verse 3, my soul is also sore vexed, but thou, O Lord, how long? Okay, Sharon, you want to read some? Okay. Okay, go ahead. Verse 4. Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake. Verse 5. For in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give thee thanks? Verse 6. I am weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Yeah, that's the way a lot of people are. You know, they've never done anything. They've never written any psalms, and yet they... E uh, equate themselves as being another David. No. Uh, this David here served the Lord day and night, and he um, is weeping because of his sins. How many people out there in my radio audience weep because you've sinned? How many of you are truthfully sorry for your sin? When mine eye is consumed because of grief. How many of you have grief that you've sinned? It waxeth old because of all 
mine enemies. The Lord let some enemies come in on him. Verse 8. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. For the Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping. He's weeping because he sinned. And he knows he sinned. Verse 9. And the Lord hath heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Oh, thank God to know that God receives our prayers. That means that you're covered in the blood of Jesus. And uh, there's no way that you can reach the throne of God unless your sins are forgiven. Verse 10. Let all mine enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. Okay, so Psalm 7. Shigayan of David, which he sang unto the Lord concerning the words of Cush the Benjamite. Verse 1. O Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me. And you know, the Lord did. David died in bed. Not by his persecutors, because he loved the Lord. And deliver me. And the Lord did deliver him. Verse 2. Lest he tear my soul like a lion. Uh, rend, rending it in pieces. While there is none to deliver. Verse 3, O Lord my God, if I have done uh, this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is mine enemy. Let the enemy persecute my soul. And the enemy did. And take it, and they did. Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust. Selah. Verse 6. Arise, O Lord, in thine anger. Lift up thyself because of the rage of mine enemies and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. Verse 7. So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about. For their sakes, therefore, return thou on high. Verse 8, the Lord shall judge the people. Mm, that's so good. The Lord is going to do the judging. He's a fair judge. We don't have to 
plead before him. It's all, we're already judged. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to mine integrity that is in me. Verse 9. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. My defense is of God. This is verse 10. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. Verse 11, God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Now, it's true that uh, David did commit adultery and murder, but um, he crawled into heaven. He never did it again. Most people just live in adultery and fornication. If they're into it, they live in it. Verse 12, if he turn not, he will whet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. He's ready to bring forth judgment. Verse 13, he hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. This loving God has done that. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. That might be well for you persecutors to listen to and take heed to. He's preparing his arrows uh, against the persecutors. They become instruments of death. He's going to cause you to die. Verse 14, Behold, he travaileth. With iniquity. And has conceived mischief. And brought forth falsehood. Verse 15, He made a pit and digged it and is fallen into the ditch which he made. Verse 16, Sharon. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. So everything that you evil people are doing to Christians is going to come down on you, and you have no cloak for your sin, not because I told you. It's out of the bag. The cat is out of the bag. Shrala. Okay, then what? Verse 17. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Okay, now Psalm 8. To the chief musician upon Giddeth, a psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory? Oh, what is his name? The Word of God. The Word of God, that's right. How excellent is thy name, the Word of God, 
in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Then what? Verse 2. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Verse 3. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. Verse 4. What is man that thou art mindful of Yeah, him? what is man that thou art mindful of us? Well, what is it that you're mindful of? And going back to this, it says, out of the mouth of babes. That's something, you know, a new baby, uh, babes come into Christianity. They, they are just filled with the Holy Spirit so much that they just always know the right thing to say. It just comes right from their heart. And all right, then what else, Sharon? What is man that thou art mindful of him? That's verse 4. Yes. And the son of man that thou visitest him. Verse 5. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Well, what kind of glory do we have? Because we've been resurrected from the dead. The glory is always resurrection from the dead and ascension up to heaven. Do we not sit with Christ in heavenly places? Amen. All right, so this has uh, glorified us. And that's why we have to continue on in the Lord so we can remain glorified. If we don't, the Lord will blot us out of the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Amen. And he gives us honor by being with him. Thou madest him a little, uh, made him uh, to have dominion over the works of thy hands. The Lord appointed Adam and Eve to have dominion over everything in this world because they believed him. And once they believed Satan rather than him, God took that all away. But with Christ, now we have it back. And we've been so long. Uh, without believing that we have dominion, that we really have to seek the face of the Lord and read these type of scriptures to keep it in our minds that we now have dominion over the entire earth. The earth was stolen by a lie from Satan, and the two innocents became not innocent anymore because they disobeyed God. And they knew that in the day that they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that they would die. So thou hast put all things under his feet. And God loved the way he set things up, and he's really wanting to get everything back that uh, Adam destroyed. His wife is also called Adam. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field. Now we go into the uh, book of Joshua. We're not going to turn there now, but um, Joshua knew not to go into any of these nations that he was to destroy and ask them for uh, anything. Can I get a building permit? Why should I get a building permit when the Lord's going to tear you to pieces tomorrow? 
Could I get a marriage license to be married? God's going to tear this town apart. Why would I go in there and get a marriage license from them? So, um, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. Verse 9, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. It certainly is, because thy name is the word of God, and the word of God is our guide. And if you're not going according to the word of God, you don't have a guide. You don't have a way to go. Psalm 9, Sharon, go ahead. To the chief musician upon Muthlaban, a psalm of David, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth... Okay. Have you ever praised the Lord with your entire heart? As much as you do your local football team? Then what? I will show forth all thy marvelous works. What marvelous works do they have carrying a football down the field or dribbling a, a ball down the basketball court or knocking a golf ball into a hole? Okay, verse 2. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. Oh, why? Because he's God. Amen. Amen. Then what? Verse 3. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Verse isn't that wonderful to know? Yeah. This isn't just a poem. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish, in other words, die at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou settest in the throne, judging right. Verse 5, Sharon. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. Well, this is what the Lord does. That's what he does. That's his job. That's what he does. It's such a thankless job. Okay, then what? Verse 6. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. Verse 7. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. Verse 8. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. Verse 9. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Verse 10. And they that know thy name... Have you ever been in trouble? You know, one time I was in a courtroom... And uh, the Lord, I had to pray to the Lord because I said, Lord, I'm getting up there in age and I, I don't want to go to prison for uh, 10 years for wanting to kidnap a judge. I never wanted to kidnap that weasel. Uh, make the, you are the God of all flesh. Make them say, not guilty. Make them put a dot in front of the guilty. And... Um, he told me that I, he would do it if I did five things for him, and I told him I would, and 
I, he listed them and I said, yes, 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 to all of them. And the minute I did, the uh, bars opened up and they said, okay, Alamo, it's time for judgment. And I wasn't at all worried. So we went into the courtroom and the jurors had smiles on their face. And that's a good sign when they have smiles on their face, faces. And they came back with a verdict and it was not guilty. And I really fulfilled all the different promises that I made to the Lord for getting me out of that. That was horrible. Okay, so next, Sharon. Verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. Yeah, I know the name of the Lord. That's the word of God. And they that know thy word, in other words, uh, will put their trust in your performance of what you say in the word of God you will do. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. How many of you out there are seeking the Lord, really studying the word of God to the point that God is with you all the time and destroys your enemies? Verse 11, Sharon. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. Yeah, we're supposed to tell people what he does. And in case you don't know it, folks, that's what I'm doing right now. I am singing praises to the Lord, which dwelleth in Zion, yeah, in the nation of God. Now, I am a member of the nation of God. I am one of the members of the mountain or the nation of Zion. Zion. Declare among the people his God's doings. Verse 12, Sharon. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Amen. So that's all the more reason you humble people out there to pray to the Lord, because he will not forsake you. He will not leave you. He just wants to know that you're concerned uh, and that you believe his word. Okay, then what? Verse 13. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer of them that hate me. Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death. Verse 14. That I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. Verse 15. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. In the net which they hid is their own foot taken. Read that again. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. Okay. Great is thy faithfulness. Read it again, Sharon. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. So he's faithful to do that. They made it and they're going to sink down. Great is the Lord's faithfulness. In the midst. In the in what? In the net which they hid is their own foot taken. Great is thy faithfulness. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, my time is up. So we're going to have to pray now, folks, you know, because the Lord knows whether you want to pray or not. He knows if you're going to accept him or if you're going to reject him. I pray that it's not the latter. 
because uh, the Lord doesn't want you to be chaff, and I don't want you to be chaff either. So why don't we just pray right now and tell the Lord how much you love him and that you want him in your vessel, in you, because the Lord is faithful to uh, devour the wicked and to destroy those that are wicked, and he's faithful to bless those of you that call on his name. So say this prayer. Say, Lord God, O Lord my God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Lord, Father, God, and Holy Spirit, wash all my filthy former sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and that includes you, that includes me, Father. And therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I just thank and praise you, Lord. Raise your hands up, thank and praise him, and give all the glory to the Lord for saving your eternal soul. And uh, make sure you pick up a King James Version of the Bible, the old King James Version, not the new. And uh, keep praising and thanking the Lord and share and tell our radio listening audience to, if they want to order uh, this program number 623, if they do, show them how it's free and uh, including postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying, Tune in tomorrow for another power house message a message that will let you continue on one day at a time the true teaching of the lord all right here's ralph carmichael's orchestra and choir to sing for you shadrach meshach and abednego